0: morning and welcome to Starting Right with Danny Mac. I'm going to be here every Monday to Friday to help you get a great five-minute start to your day. So grab your cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and let me help you start your day right. I have a new Christmas story to share with you today. It was originally told by Nancy Gavin, and she calls it Christmas Story for the Man Who Hated Christmas. So here's the story that Nancy told about her husband and her family. It was just a small white envelope stuck among the branches of our Christmas tree. No name, no identification, no inscription. It has peeked through the branches of our tree for the past 10 years. It all began because my husband, Mike, hated Christmas. Oh, not the true meaning of Christmas, but the commercial aspects of it overspending, and the frantic running around at the last minute to get a tie for Uncle Harry and the dusting powder for Grandma, the gifts that are given in desperation because you couldn't think of anything else. Knowing he felt this way, I decided one year to bypass the usual shirts, sweaters, ties, and so forth, and I reached for something special just for Mike. The inspiration came in an unusual way. Our son Kevin, who was 12 that year, was on the wrestling team at the school he attended. Shortly before Christmas, there was a non-league match against a team sponsored by an inner-city church. These youngsters, dressed in sneakers so ragged that the shoestrings seemed to be the only thing holding them together, presented a sharp contrast to our boys in their spiffy blue and gold uniforms and sparkling new wrestling shoes. As the match began, I was alarmed to see that the other team was wrestling without headgear, a kind of light helmet designed to protect the wrestlers' ears. It was a luxury the ragtag team obviously could not afford. Well, we ended up walloping them. We took every weight class. Mike seated beside me, shook his head, and said sadly, I wish just one of them could have won. They have a lot of potential. But losing like this could take the heart right out of them. Mike loved kids, all kids. He so enjoyed coaching Little League football, baseball, and lacrosse. And that's when the idea for his present came. That afternoon I went to the local sporting goods store and bought an assortment of wrestling headgear and shoes and sent them anonymously to the inner city church. On Christmas Eve I placed a small white envelope on the tree, the note inside telling Mike what I had done and that this was his gift from me. Mike's smile was the brightest thing about Christmas that year and that same bright smile lit up succeeding years. For each Christmas I followed the tradition one year sending a group of mentally handicapped youngsters to a hockey game, another year a check to a pair of elderly brothers whose home had burned to the ground the week before Christmas, and on and on and on. The white envelope became the highlight of our Christmas. It was always the last thing opened on Christmas morning, and our children, ignoring their new toys, would stand with wide-eyed anticipation as their dad lifted the envelope from the tree to reveal its contents. As the children grew, the toys gave way to more practical presents, but the small white envelope never lost its allure. The story doesn't end there. You see, we lost Mike last year due to dreaded cancer. When Christmas rolled around, I was still so wrapped in grief that I barely got the tree up. But Christmas Eve found me placing an envelope on the tree, and the next morning I found it was magically joined by three more. Unbeknownst to each other, each of our three children had for the first time placed a white envelope on the tree for their dad. The tradition has grown, and someday we'll expand even further with our grandchildren standing to take down that special envelope. Isn't that a great story? Nancy's family has learned a fundamental concept of Christianity. They understand that being a Christian means that we receive God's gift to us, his gift of eternal life, and the blessings of God that come with that. And then, in turn, we are to bless others. In other words, we are a conduit of God's goodness and God's blessing. God never pours into us just for us. He pours into us so that it can flow through into other people's lives, that we can impact them with love and grace and goodness. So we remember this and put it into practice. In Matthew chapter 10 and verse 8, Jesus said, "'Freely you have received, freely give.'" And hopefully, Nancy's story will encourage each one of us to do just that. Have a great day, everyone. We will talk again tomorrow. Thank you for listening today. And I invite you to join me Monday to Friday right here on Starting Right with Danny Mac.